Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. And I'm Chris. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. Okay, so this episode's brought to you by Stringjoy. Sound better, play butter. Um, I'm going you know, I'm sticking that. I'm just gonna stick the landing. <laughs> Sound better, play like butter. It'll be nice. Uh go to stringjoy.com order some strings that's what i did they've actually uh, just got a facelift on like their logo and everything it's really cool i got me a new microfiber cloth and a new koozie uh with the new logo on it they've also got socks which is pretty cool so listen here's the thing i've got an idea um for a commercial for them or an ad and it would be great so we're just sitting there and all you hear is it's like risky business Someone slides in. Just take those old records. Yeah, so uh, they zoom in. Boom, Stringjoy socks. Sound better. Or, uh, what is it? It's uh, sound better, slide better. Bam, right there. This fulfilling some kind of Ferris Bueller fantasy that you have. No, it's Risky Business. It's literally the movie <laughs> Risky Business. How would it be Ferris Bueller if it's Risky Business? To- One is Tom Cruise. Both of them have a chick in it, I guess. That would be the thing <laughs> that connects them. I don't know. There might okay. be a car. I think there's He's a car in both. Dancing in his socks. Hold on. I have to now see if there's... Have you never seen Risky Business? I have not seen it. No. Okay. So, on levels of things that are un-American, you're right there under hanging out with Gorbachev. <laughs> that is not okay. All right. Anywho, we're getting off topic, which we never do on this podcast. Never. Um, so, yeah, Stringjoy, check them out. I picked up some of my favorites, nine and a halfs to 40, I think they're 48s, maybe 46. I think they're 46. They're, they're the, they have a very, uh, they're very light gauge on the bottom end. And I just slapped those on my MJT Strat and also my wonderful trusty sg my red one that is my that one's my baby but man i love some new string joy strings i got that nice pop to them mm-hmm. and now i've got a koozie to keep my, my cold drinks cold so check it out stringjoy.com so chris what's new with you gear wise um, absolutely nothing it's been a slow week haven't found anything while going thrifting sadly I, oh, I saw someone, uh, my friend Jared, uh, Jared Bear, he picked up an M-Audio interface for five bucks. I believe it. Hey, nothing wrong with M-Audio interfaces. They, they helped start this podcast on my end. Well, not start. They helped me move towards my audio quality that I have now, which is still crap. We just have we, you you and you and Scott have just gotten better at editing. <laughs> That's pretty much uh, it. One could argue my interface I'm currently using is probably older and shittier than the M Audio you had. But what is it? It's a old Mackie Onyx. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I need to just I, I need to double check with my parents because I thought I told my mom to ship my uh, new interface my new focus right to me but it's never showed up and i honestly can't remember because we talked on the phone when she was dropping off a package for me so somebody might have gotten a free uh, focus right out there all right so i'm gonna read this really quick because i just got kind of distracted and this is like one of the, i don't want to this isn't like making fun of this is it a list? no well kind of i guess all right, so a local coffee house has an employee spotlight, and this is Christian, who's rocking a mullet and the mustache of a 13-year-old. It says, Christian goes above and beyond for the comfort and joy of our customers. He makes sure the dishes are clean, his work area is detailed, and he also greets everyone when they come in, even though he thinks he is a little shy. Christian embraces our vision of hospitality. So go, Christian. But in his free time, Christian likes to take walks in nature and hang out with his cats. 
Are you sure you're not reading an employee from Chick-fil-A? His favorite thing to drink is either a pina colada Italian soda or a pina colada cremosa. But he likes to experiment and switch it up every now and then. I was waiting for a different type of pina colada flavored thing. <laughs> Keep an eye out for a fall drink crafted by Christian. I swear to God, if it is pina colada. Pina colada coffee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Our next one specials menu. Next time you see Christian, be sure to say hi. All right, so shout out to Christian for being all about those pina coladas and walks in nature and hanging out with his cats. But you know what? I had a very I, missed opportunity. Walks in the rain are so much better. Listen, I want to point out Christian lives by his own rules and he doesn't need your approval because he's not getting mine. No, I'm just kidding. He's totally getting mine. Shout out. Way to go, Christian. Um, I, Is so, he into yoga, though? Is that mentioned? No, yoga was not mentioned. I read that just like my list. I read that verbatim. And uh, yeah, it is verbatim, not forbatim, by the way. I don't know if there's any confusion on that, but it seems like there is. We're all confused. Inside. Yeah. We all wear masks, <laughs> metaphorically speaking. All right. So, Chris, nothing new for you. I got string joy strings. Like, that's, like, pretty much it. I do have a pedal. Wait, did I say Did I tell you guys I picked up the, the fifth light drive? No. I think you had talked about, like, maybe picking it up. Totally picked up the fifth light drive. So I've got five light drives now. For no everything that's in existence currently, it, I don't know. I'm slow, <laughs> I th- dude. I am like slowly, slowly making this happen. Um, but also, I do want to say that it was really funny. I so I the best way to put this. I think I told the story on air, but the story continued. So, one of our listeners messaged me about the light drive. And I messaged the guy who was selling it on uh, Gear Talk Classifieds. He said, I'm already working on a deal. I'll let you know if it follows through. Never heard back from a guy. Messaged a guy. Said, hey, any chance you can tell me where that light drive ended up? Sends me a screenshot of this guy. Local guy who I've actually, I was almost going to trade for a Kemper from him. So I go meet up with the dude. And we were chatting for a while. He's asking me the whole story about gear supply since I was pretty close to it. And he was like, kind of pretty much was like, why the frick do you want five of these? And then I'd explain to him that I don't want five. I want all of them. And it's more, I don't know what it is. I think it's the fact of just a weird obsession thing. I don't know how to explain it, but turns out we have a mutual friend, a few of them. And that's really funny because he was like, Hey, I'm going to go play the silver sky at our mutual friend's house. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Maybe I should come by. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, message him." Or, uh, or he said he was going Thursday. And so I messaged the guy whose house it was that I was like, Hey, so I heard that like, uh, you got a silver sky at your house. And he's like, yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. So-and-so told me said he was coming over Thursday. He's like, yeah, you should come over too. We didn't end up not hanging out, but funny story. You know what? I did tell that I got the light drive because I'm pretty sure I told this story last week. No, you hadn't gone over yet. I didn't go over. Right. So that was it. No, no, like I literally didn't go over. Well, that was a waste of time. Cool story, bro. You know what? (laughs) Frick you. We're not even editing that out. We, you know what? No, we're not. That's staying. (laughs) <laughs> so if you didn't listen to last week's episode that happened i was supposed to go and i was like i remember i was bragging that i had friends totally don't have friends ended up not hanging out um you know one guy bailed and then i was like oh, i should probably spend time with my wife and so i bailed yeah well you know she's pretty cool but anywho let's move on to gear news um I actually have not opened a single one of these. <laughs> so you are going to get initial reaction from Diaz this week. All right. So the first thing, Fender 70th anniversary Esquire announced. Uh, it's an Esquire. Okay. I mean, it's a Telecaster without a bridge or without a neck pickup. Right? Or is the neck pickup under the thing? No, it's a single pickup. Why is there a pickup selector? Uh, I think think it's kind of like i don't remember which reverend model it is but it's their version of a junior and it's got like a dark circuit or whatever they want to call it 
I really wish Scott was on this episode, but he was too busy hanging out with family and not talking with random strangers on the internet. Um, so there's that. All right, so I don't understand. It's got a seventeen hundred bucks. I'd say. No, it'd be more, isn't it? Twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred. So it's about on par of the last model. Uh, Esquire, I think that I've seen. I'm just sad there's not an actual like blonde in here. No thanks. I don't want to sign up. Brent Mason Telecaster. Oh, what? Do we ever talk about the Brent Mason Telecaster, or is no, that on the list? Do you want to talk about it? It's is it on the list? The, it's not All on right, the list. <laughs> we're at, go for we're, it. Adding <laughs> it on the list. Brent Mason Telecaster. This thing looks freaking sweet so you've got three pickups you've got what looks like to be a mini hum in the neck you've got a i can't tell what type of pickup that is in the middle section it looks kind of like a weird lipstick pickup to see more something or another yeah i'll go to the actual website while you finish okay so i do enjoy it is there some sort of what is going on oh my gosh is there some sort of bender unit or am uh, i losing glass glasser bender system i don't know what that yes means, but i'm guessing it looks like it's a g and b bender possibly or probably. a g bender but or i don't this is insane there's a volume is it volume and two tone controls all right, so electronics, bridge pickup is a Seymour Duncan vintage stack. Uh, neck is a Seymour Duncan vintage mini humbuckers. Middle is a hot stack strat. Hmm. Master volume, master tone. PC master race. Oh, goodness. Uh, position, blade. Yeah, I don't know what the... Uh, the third one's not listed on here. Master volume, master tone. I don't know. It has to be. It has to be like a blending. The maybe a blend or maybe a uh, like dedicated bridge, like a strat. Well, let me rephrase that: a strat after you get it modded. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely freaking cool. Didn't Brent Mason used to have a? Paul Reed Smith guitar as well? Yes, he did. I know he did. Um, that's absolutely insane. It really does not give enough information. Okay, stop. Have it's we like, met Brent Mason or am I just... We have seen Brent Mason. He was okay. usually at the Wampler booth. That's where I know. Yeah, I met. I might have met him, or like yeah, shook his hand, or been like, or the time whenever I met Vince Gill, and I was just oh, like, yes. "You are my biggest fan." Um, no, I just, I was just like, I, I know, like people tell you this all the time. I was like, but I love you. <laughs> like it was just like so awkward. Uh, didn't but, John Snyder introduce y'all? Wasn't that at his booth, or is this elsewhere? Oh, with Vince Gill? No, I just happened to run into him at the Gibson booth. Or like you remember how Gibson had the big middle area last year? Right. Yeah, I ran into him there. Uh, I'm. I've met a lot of cool people. One of my favorites was Victor Wooten. I met him for the second time at Summer Nam. Actually, I think I met him two years in a row at Summer Nam. But I saw him way back in the day. Whenever uh, oh, this had to have been like two. Uh, I was probably in tenth grade, so like two thousand five. So that was pretty cool. That's whenever he came out with a, what was the album? Soul Circus. He was doing the tour for Soul Circus. And that was just a fantastic album. He had a song called Victor, which was pretty cool. Yeah. It's like, my name is Victor and I'm a winner. It's just like, it's, it's goofy. But I, I mean, it's, it's a bass player's album. What do you expect? Right. True. Uh, but that song was also written with Bootsy Collins and Future Man, so that's pretty cool. Um, all right, so now that we're going to get back on topic, so the Esquire, $2,600. I don't know. 
why you'd pay so much more to have a no neck pickup. But we're going to move on. Squire expands its mini series with the new mini strat and P base. I don't get it. I mean, they're tiny. I, mean, I guess it makes it's sense for for kids. Yeah, that's what I was actually about to say. Is like if you want to get your kids something else other than the uh, was it standard mini strat that comes in those kits from Guitar Center. Oh my gosh, it's a freaking guitar pick condom. Oh, you saw that too. Mojo grip picks. Yep. Two dollars a pick. No. That was bad I was gonna put that in the list and be like, didn't we talk about something like this that had a yeah. pick that you inserted? Yeah. Into the hole. Yeah. We're gonna just start calling them pick condoms. I don't even care. Uh, All right. We're gonna trademark that real quick, just that so, way if we decide we actually want to produce some. So these are like two hundred bucks. Uh, roughly uh one twenty five euro. One hundred seventy five bucks. One hundred fifty. One sixty three. So yeah, it's not too bad, and you know, a good beater slash travel guitar if you want. Which it is two hundred seventeen dollars and twenty six cents Canadian. I don't know. Uh, we have we can have Canadian fans, you know. Yeah, it's possible. We're not one to judge, you know. You Canadians are usually very nice people. You know Gosh. what? We should come up with an app. We should get a, a currency conversion app. Oh goodness! All right, Scott, time to start developing. I know you're going <laughs> to listen to this episode because see how bad we got off. Right. I I feel like he like listens and is like rubbing his hands like an evil. Like bad guy in a show. <laughs> yes, there they go. <laughs> Not staying on topic at all. He's gonna go grab his copy of the uh, bingo sheet. D- Diaz is arguing with himself because I'm not in there to argue <laughs> with him. It's like, how can I start an argument? <laughs> well, speaking of starting arguments, uh, <laughs> Fender announces new Tone Master Deluxe and Twin Reaver models in blonde. So I'm guessing, are these the lightweight ones, the solid state? Um, that's what it digital says. amps, it says yeah, are modeled. Yeah. That's okay. That's actually really cool. And they're they're the blondes with the uh, they actually have the amp stands. That's that's right, yeah. on on the uh, on the twin reverb. That's yeah, I figured cool. somebody out here would like these. I bet you. I want to see Scott buy the blonde uh, deluxe reverb. <laughs> I you know what? I want to buy it. You want to buy it? Are you gonna buy it live on air? Nope, because I'm <laughs> broke. I'm waiting for those commission checks to start rolling in. Nice. Uh, oh my gosh, it's a lot, about twelve hundred bucks. That's not too bad. No, it's not. I mean, even for a solid state, it those they sound great though. I don't know if you had a chance to play them, but they are absolutely phenomenal sounding amps, and they're light, and that's really awesome. I mean, I'm we've gotten to the point where solid state or digital modeling has just jumped light years mm-hmm. ahead and say what you want. I mean, I'd say Scott is a, is a good example of um, getting the Kemper and kind of falling in love with it. You know, I know he doesn't use it live. He uses a real amp live, but I mean, you get great sounds out of these. It's, it's hard to tell the difference anymore. That's the big thing. And unless you're like Joe Bonamassa, who just has to have them old school amps, I'd check out one of these. Because number one, you don't have to replace tubes, so that's always cool. But anywho, Fender also... You know what? This is actually a Fender episode. It's basically uh, a Fender episode. If you did, want to sponsor us, Fender, just uh, email us at uh, loop at gmail.com. Or you can just send me some guitars. Send us guitars, sorry. Yes, send each of us. All right, so they've got um, they've got the Roadworn Ventera Strat and Tele. I guess Ventera. What is the Ventera range? I honestly have no idea. I've never heard of this. Uh, it might have been a thing. I just remember the original Roadworn series coming out, and, and they sucked. They were horrible. Like playing wise. Oh yeah, they felt like oh, crap. Yeah. These yeah. these look like they're gonna play a lot better. Ooh, I love that. I don't know how to what colors. It's some sort of like gold 
What? Uh, Fire Mist Gold. That is beautiful. I think it's a similar color to the. Uh, who's the Christian guitarist? Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln Brewster. Brewster. Yeah, it's a similar color to his signature. That well, his is a gold, isn't it? I think it's that kind of shade. Like, I think it's. A yellower gold. I mean, it's close. It's like, this is more like a bronze, like darker gold color. Um, I like it because it reminds me of the oh, yeah, rides at the, it reminds me of the rides at the, at the, like, um, circus or whatever the, the thing, the fairs. Okay. Like that, uh, like that root beer, sparkly gold oh, color yeah, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't have the sparkle but it's kind of like the same color and they're they're pal faro fretboards which take that as you will for the for those and then you've also got uh let's see are these maple fretboards yes so you've got yeah maple neck maple fretboards and the, i mean honestly the thing is these road warns these these relics on these are a lot better than the other ones I, I definitely agree because I remember I've always wanted to buy uh, Josh, uh, how you pronounce his last name, his road worn white Tele Deluxe. Who? So, Josh Cor- uh, Cortoba. Uh, remember uh, his white Tele Deluxe? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad wow. they actually brought the Tele Deluxe back in this line. I, yeah, this, I like this, this white. Yeah, it's not the same shade of white. Yeah, I know that. No, uh, this is Olympic. Daphne yeah, who is really speaking to me. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, What did you just call it? Daphne. Daphne, like Daphne. the name of. A, yeah, yeah. The N is before the E. I before E, except after uh, something. You know that whole thing. Yeah, I before. Oh, hi, Kylo. We decided to bust the door open. I before Kylo, except after E. I before Kylo, except after Vader. Oh, come here, Kylo. Wait, I'm a good boy. Yeah, you want to play with him, Kylo, on the, on the podcast. You want to talk to say hi? Say hi. Oh, oh. He totally licked the mic and just went nuts. That's funny. He said hi. Okay, sorry for that craziness, um, but Kylo wanted to be on the, the episode. All right, so yeah, a lot of the... I mean, these the colors in this are fantastic you got a vintage blonde lake placid blue on some uh the vintage tellies you've got a fire mist gold a lake placid blue on the strats i mean lake placid blue on a strat looks amazing and they've got like the mint colored like the uh pick guards kind of like the real faded white uh, i don't know if i don't know if it's actually mint but it has that look on some of them on those you've got i mean so these are more expensive than the last. Oh my gosh! Please so don't be over, please don't be over eleven hundred. They start at what is this telling me? Fourteen. Nope. Wait, 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 wait! The road warns were made in Mexico. Oh, wait, did I make? Did I do this number wrong? I think I did this number wrong. Did Kylo just close the door? Oh no, he's still on here. Oh yeah, no, I did the number correct. Fourteen hundred. Okay. That sucks. I mean, they're still made in Mexico, though, right? Yes. Mexican made. Stop bringing up your price on the Mexican made. See, Fender is doing it the smart way where you turn around and you're like, wait, what the just happened here? Because for the longest time, everyone's like, oh, Fender's prices are still way low. Fender's price. Nope, because you can get a made in USA SG for 13 And this is made in Mexico. Mm, I don't know, Fender. You're getting awful sneaky there. Yeah, I'm a little less excited about. This I wonder. Now. I wonder with how many people are like with the price of Made in Mexico going up. I wonder how many people are going to be like Made in Mexico is just as good as Made in America. That's that's a very good point. Especially, uh, isn't that like been one of the main arguments that's been like not an actual point is just the price that they get sold up. One, it's it's more what I consider a subliminal thing. Mm-hmm. If something costs more, it's made better. That's what we always associate. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is while the cost of living has slowly gone up, 
the costs of guitars based on country of origin has gone up faster in my opinion because i remember like i mean hell i remember buying a made in mexico um strat it was a one of the satin strats Mm -hmm. i mean brand new i paid like 500 bucks for it I don't know. I remember most made in Mexico guitars were under a thousand. Yeah. See, now the Squires are moving up into that range. I remember when Squire. I mean, the Squire uh, line itself has expanded, and therefore the price has gone up. And like everything's Fender's slowly. It's like we're going to turn around one day, and Fender's going to be charging three grand for like a elite Fender Strat. Yeah, back in my day. Do you remember Pepperidge Farm remembers? I wonder if I could call the place where I bought that guitar from. I think I bought it from a Sam Ash. I'm like 90% sure. I'm going to call him. So far, according to the uh, Fender website, the most expensive Squire is the J-Mascus, like right at 500. Oh, I think there's some more expensive ones. Uh, Maybe... But why would Fender lie on their website? Well, that's that's their MSRP, isn't it? Mm, no, I think you can buy from them now. Yeah, you can buy from them. So that's actual price. Let's see. All right. Okay, I can handle that. I still want that Squire Bullet. It's 130 bucks. For the Olympic White Mustang limited edition double humbucker, hundred and thirty bucks. I guess that's not too bad. Yeah. How much were those All right. Hundred. Well, they're they're still hundred. They're hundred and thirty new. They're it's a quote unquote sale. All right. So let's keep moving on. And see what more Fender can weasel out of us. So. I guess Fender just went nuts and like announced everything today since there's no summer NAM or yesterday, today and yesterday. So Fender, um, nope. Sorry, I just saw those top two pedals. Uh, oh, don't forget you got to put the links in. Yes. And then uh, don't just put them all from the same website that we pull all our news from because <laughs> we're lazy. All right. So, um, don't look at the man behind the curtain. All right. I don't know why that sounded like Bane. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Sorry. I need to stop. All right. So they've got all this stuff's been announced. Fender's also adding more pedals. So they've got an acoustic preverb. Are you not a fan of the pun? No. It's stupid. So it's a preamp and a reverb? Uh, so, essentially, yeah. I mean, when I think preverb, <laughs> I feel like that'd be an insult. Like one guitar player would call another if they're being like a pervert. <laughs> All right, you preverb. All right, but whatever. Start that, using that now. Yeah, don't be a preverb. And then, so, and they've got the Trapper bass distortion, which is pretty cool. I mean, it's got two different distortions on there. Is it, can you run them? Yes, you can Are they- stack. Yeah, boy! I think that was the, one of the main features that they uh, pointed out was that you can actually stack them unlike the guitar version of it. Oh. So. Oh, well, that's been a big F you to guitar players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, screw but you guys. But uh, sometimes, you know, bass distortion and fuzzes sound just as good on guitar. It's for the longest mm-hmm. time I was running the uh, MXR bass fuzz. I don't know about that, Bob. All right. So they've also announced two new wah pedals. And these look like if you. No, they look like. What is volume? Okay. But they look cheap. They look like they're made of plastic. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure they're made of metal. But they don't look great. Is my main point. 
I don't like. You know what it is? I know what it is. I don't like the rubber padding because it looks like you're walking down a hallway, or it's a tire tread, and it looks kind of like it's really lame. And then, like this one's got a big Fender red logo. Stop putting your logo on it, like absolutely everywhere. Put it at the bottom or something. They don't need to be able to see it at the top. Who do you think you are, Ernie Ball? In the six, in the fortieth anniversary, VP Junior. Because you're not. Sorry, Fender, for putting you down. Those are this is why they, that's why they threw me out of the booth. <laughs> but good for you for, for Fender for announcing new things. And then we've got a random thing. Did did we already talk about this? No, we no. Didn't. They had other models that they released. I like the new logo. All right, so, sorry, I just got distracted with looking at the guitars. Harley Benton inv- unveils the SC Custom 2 guitar series with 10 affordable not- models. So it comes with a range of finishes and pickup options, including P90, active and passive humbuckers with 22 or 24 frets. These are LP-style guitars. Or single-cut Paul Reed Smith-style guitars. Depends on who you want to piss off. But it's got the ESP thing where it's only got three knobs. Um, but these... And then also oh. the pointy horn. Oh, yeah, that's more like an ES mm-hmm. pointy horn than it is a Les Paul horn. Um, but for the most part, I like uh, the top. The top horn area comes mm-hmm. down at more of an angle than the regular Les Paul, which kind of goes straight into it. Oh, yeah, you're right. It looks like there's some sort of... like. Um, where the bottom horn is, it looks like they're doing something with the wood in the back where it's got a nice little groove to it. Do you see that underneath the neck joint? I do. I'm about to go to their website and see if I can zoom in. Mother Effa. Uh, yep. There's the silver burst. So that we did see the silver burst already. This, I mean, these are really nice. I just, I don't like the way their silver burst is done. I've never it been looks, a huge fan of Silverburst, period, so I was... I, I love Silverburst. Oh, they've got one with a Floyd Rose. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so they've Sign. been really focusing in on that uh, Les Paul Custom oh. slash Black Beauty uh, yeah. look on a lot of these. Oh, so. dude, I want, to, I want to use that for a freaking Rush tribute band. Because <laughs> for the longest time, that's what Alex Lifeson has, or had. I think he's back to that. I know he went to Paul Reed Smith. I think he's back to Gibson because that's the, the access uh, model or the access oh, two model. Um, so it looks like on the back of the guitar, why did they do black on black for photo shoots? Black on black. Well, because that's what the guitar is going to freaking look like. Oh, that one's beautiful too. I want them all. Okay. The cool thing, the headstock um, so the like the inlay on the headstock, you know, Gibson has the uh, broken up trapezoid look. This one has kind of the same thing. It's like the four trap. It's got four trapezoids, but doing somewhat of the same design. Harley Bitten written in what looks to be cursive. Phenomenal, absolutely wonderful. All right, now my computer's not wanting to load images. God I'm- damn it. I like it. So there wasn't anything super standing out on the uh, back heel. It's just, I think, the angle that is taken out. Okay. I think that, like, uh, it's definitely got a cool look to it. Mm -hmm. I think there's something going on with the carving. There was, like, a belly cut type thing on the back of the horn. But it's not super useful i don't think unless that helps get to the top frets more oh dude how do you not love this one with the uh the sc custom 2 p90 no black i do like that one like that if i got one of these that would be the one i got i'm not even mad dude i just kind of wish they had a okay. uh, three pickup model in that finish can we use can we use the the gear funds can we <laughs> use the account to buy all of us one of these uh I'm sure uh, oh, that, could, that could be content, so we can discuss it with the group. Well, even then, no, I don't think we have enough money to buy all of us one. 
I think we need to reach out to Harley. Har- who is this? Harvey Benton. Harley Benton. Har- Harley Benton. Huh? I'd be down with trying some of their stuff. Why don't you reach out to him? I can try. But yeah, these have Do a uh, belly cut in the back. The lower horn has a little cut out on it. And yeah, set neck, all that good stuff. These look amazing. I want you so bad. How much I are want these you. New? Um, like what, what 300 bucks. Yeah, 214. I closed. Nope, there it is. Yeah, so $300. Yep. I don't even think you can buy a um, set neck epi for that much, can you? Like, not used? No. 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 No way. I've seen a lot of people actually... Not like, not of that quali- not of that quality. Yeah, as I was going to say, I, I've seen a lot of people, like, really, really talk highly of... Harley Benton stuff. I just I've never had my hands on one. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh dang it, we didn't think of a topic. We wow. have the uh, new Nickelback album to discuss. That's coming out at some point. <sighs> Should we just listen to it live on air? Uh, I wonder if they actually have a preview of anything on their YouTube. Okay, you know what? Here's one because I'm all right. So I've got a pedal coming towards to me. Towards me. Well, I guess technically it's go moving towards me slowly, but surely I think you, you SPS. And I wonder if it'll show up on time and make Scott and I even more mad. But what I think we've I we I know the answer for you. Let's see if you can guess the answer for me. What is your favorite type of effect? Yours is delay. Mm-hmm. I mean, hands down. What is what do you think is my favorite type of effect? I feel like yours is probably like something weird like phaser that's correct it's a <laughs> phaser i love phaser all right so here's here's where we're gonna go with this because i'm i'm riffing top of the head just going for it what okay if if delay was not your favorite effect what would it be what, what what's your second favorite what would what would replace that because how, we often think of like our favorite effect, but we don't think about like, well, what's my second favorite effect? I would honestly have to probably say reverb, just because I feel like most amps that I historically have played and owned, like I can get some pretty decent drive out of there. So I haven't been super worried about drive, especially since I've just accepted I'm a TS9 guy. Like, yeah i've gone through so many like for overdrives that's just my thing distortions and fuzzes i'm still you know I've got one on my board i've got so that the pelotar that's not going anywhere but i think it's funny because like i don't i like distortion pedals but nine times out of ten i just stack drives until it gets so heavy that it's a distortion exactly like i, th- I pretty much think i've historically mostly stacked my tube screamer with whatever light lighter overdrive i have in front of it or boosting because mine's a custom job and has a boost built in if i do distortion it's like i'm usually playing something heavy like i just whipped out my osteen distortion from westminster effects because i was playing face down by red jump super apparatus which is totally an emo band not pop punk i don't know where you'd come up with that (laughs) like god bless and uh i I don't know i'd have to say my second favorite it's it's gonna be delay but i feel like that's just too generic all right according to google sorry to interrupt you but their genres are alt rock pop punk post hardcore and emo so technically we were all right no they're (laughs) fucking emo I'm sorry, their number one hit is, do you feel like a man when you push her around? Do you feel better now as she falls to the ground? They're literally, I mean, this was like the white knight version of My Chemical Romance. So then what's My Chemical Romance then? Oh, My Chemical Romance is emo, period. Well, I meant like the white knight thing. It's like, how how are you going to offend some of our younger listeners? (laughs) Is 
Is Mike him for younger listeners? Everybody that I've known that's been obsessed with him is like two five years younger, years than, younger me. than me. Really? No. I don't well, know anybody in my like immediate age bracket that is obsessed with them. Okay, so I'd have to say my Kim. The thing about my Kim is, is it's like, it's not like their fans have gotten older. It's like their fan base is within a certain age, and you kind of grow into it and then grow out of it. They're, so it's like if you're between the ages of fourteen and seventeen, you have to like My Chemical Romance. But like once you start growing out of it, it's kind of like leaving Neverland. Like you just know not not that one. Like actually leaving Neverland, like Peter Pan. You just like start forgetting things, and you go on of like an adult, and you forget about My Chemical Romance until one of the Black Parade plays randomly in the club. When the club. I was a young boy. All right, funny club story. <laughs> so I was at my buddy Chris. He listens to the show sometimes, but he was my best friend growing up. We met in sixth grade, and we're inseparable ever since. So, okay. uh, listen. He was the best man at my wedding. He's the godfather of my son. You know, like, that's how it is. So we were at his, we were doing his bachelor party. And everyone who was part of it, we're all, like, we're not partiers. You know, we were all nerds. Like, honestly, most of us hung out and we were part of a clan called Gryffindor United <laughs> and played <laughs> Halo. Like, that was our thing. Played what? And so, Halo. Okay. I mean, like, combat evolved not just like that's where it started and then when halo 2 came out like we waited in line together for halo 3 that's just how it was but uh we were um we were out clubbing and we were at like the last place and it was an irish bar but they were playing like house music and stuff like that but mr brightside came on and we went total like white guy in your 30s, screaming, like, I'm Mr. Brightside. Like, that's just like, I don't know. That song just gets white people moving. But, sorry, I don't know where that story came from. Anywho, don't do drugs, kids. Or do them with adult supervision. But what classifies as an adult in that situation? Someone over the, someone who's able to vote. <laughs> And never mind, I'm not getting political. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm surrounded by politics all day, it feels like. You know what? You'd be surprised how many people go into like a convenience store and feel the need to spout off political opinions. Oh, I believe it. 100%. It's, it's mind off. Like, uh, like, we have signs up like if we need certain coins because there is a chain shortage. But this guy goes, fucking chain shortage. Damn Chinese. I was just like... <laughs> We make our fucking coins here. The head of the Federal Reserve is a Republican who was appointed by a Republican president. How is this? How is this? Anyone's. I mean, even then, like, it, I don't think anyone's like mad. I mean, we're like, I'm inconvenienced mm-hmm. and I work at a convenience store. So that's kind of ironic. But it's like, I mean, stuff happens. There's a pandemic going on. Like, whatever. I don't know. People are crazy. I had a lady throw a 15-pack of Mountain Dews on the ground the other day and yell at me. Is this the same chick with the kid? Yes. 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 Should I just tell that story? Tell it. To, like, fill a little space? All right. So, picture it. Sicily, 1943. Um, so, I was working, I think it was sometime last week. This lady comes in, and I'm over there. So, I have to start off with... I work at a company called, well, I'm not going to say it. I work at a company. It's a convenience store chain in East Tennessee. Um, we have a very, it's, it's like for a gas station, it's upscale. So if you've ever been to a Wawa, it's kind of like that. I mean, you come in, we've got a full deli. Is it better than we've, 7-Eleven? Yes. 7-Eleven can suck our butts. Well, there goes our uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, we have our own thing going on. It's really cool. I mean, And it's been, our stores have been in East Tennessee for like 60 plus years. And we've got 64 stores all across East Tennessee. And so, well, we've got really nice stores, like just 
I don't know, people walk in and they're like, wow, this is really nice for a gas station. And so this lady walks in, I'm over there, I'm fixing all of our coffee. We've got like eight flavors of coffee we've got all day and I'm taking care of that. And I just hear this lady yelling and I'm like, what the hell's going on over there? And I see this little, this little, this little old lady like rush out of the store and this other lady still in the store, like yelling and cussing. And anytime it's like horrible. And I know it doesn't diffuse situations, but sometimes it does. Anytime I have an adult in my store yelling and cussing nine times out of 10, they'll hear, Hey, cut it out. Like they're a kid because you're acting like a kid. You're going to get talked to like a kid. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Now, if you're yelling because like we're out of something and I started the conversation, I'll be like, I'll be like, you know, I understand. Let me go check. Like, I'll try to calm you down then. I'll defuse the situation then. But if you're yelling at another customer, nope. Cut it out. Get out. So I tell the lady, I'm like, cut it out. She goes, this is a fucking free country. I can say whatever I want. I said, this is a free country. You can say whatever you want off of my property. Go. So she gets mad and she leaves. And her little kid has a drink. If it would have been like a fountain drink or something like cheap, I wouldn't have said anything. But it was like a $4 drink. And I can't just like let that walk out the door. So I said, I'm going to need the, I'm going to need this drink. And she goes, throw it at him. And I was like, what, what, what did I do? So little kid embarrassed. I felt really bad for him. He hands me the drink and I quietly said, thank you to him. So he knew I wasn't like mad at him or he didn't do anything wrong. So she like peels out of there going nuts. Well, fast forward to a few days ago, I think it was two or three days ago. Um, like what's today? Tuesday? Yes. So it was, I guess it was Saturday. Um, to go to Saturday, lady comes in and I don't recognize her. I, I personally ring up like at least a hundred people a day. All my cashiers ring up like each. I mean, I have, I'll have like five cashiers working throughout the day. Each one rings up about 350 people. A lot of people come through our stores. We have a lot of transactions. So I don't memorize everybody. Lady comes, ladies there. I'm at my register and my register is in the back, kind of out of the way. So I always tell people I can help you back here. So I said, I can help the next person in line back here. And she just goes, no, you can't. I was like, whoa, like where did, what? I'm just, I was just trying to help get you out of here faster. So I walk by, I see who it is. Then finally it clicks. And I say out loud, not like towards her, but she can hear me, I guess. I said, oh, the other day. That's literally what I said. It was like, so she says, and she goes, starts screaming. She's like, don't you effing talk to me. Da, da, da. I said, I just was done at that point. I was like, get out. Like, go. It's like, don't come back. And she was like, she goes, well, I'm taking these. I paid for them. And I looked on the screen and she hadn't paid for them yet. I hit cancel. I said, no, you didn't. I said, leave them and go. So she picks them up above her head. And slams them on the ground. Soda explodes everywhere. Craziness. So I run outside. I said, don't you freaking come back. Look, maybe a couple different colorful words. <laughs> so don't you come back to my store ever again. She peels out going in reverse, almost hits a car. Like she would have T-boned this car with her the butt end of her car. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So she's now like lost her mind. And I'm trying to get her license plate number because I'm calling the sheriff's department get the license plate number she almost hits me with her car and flies out insanity about three hours later i get a text message from one of my employees who's not at work that day saying what the heck happened up there sends me a screenshot of this lady who was in the store the crazy lady Uh posting on her facebook page saying (laughs) saying F you Wiggles suck my butt. I was like, <laughs> this is what I deal with. It's insane. But you know what? It's still better than the food industry because people are hateful with their food. At least here. I just deal with crazies every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Do you, do you deal with crazy people at your job at all? Nope. That's oh, the I'm benefits so of uh, corporate America. The most we got to deal with is somebody being late to a Zoom meeting. Oh my gosh. I'm glad I don't have to. I just do conference calls. And those are great because you can just put them on mute 
and like ignore them and check back in in like five minutes and hope they didn't ask you a question. Yeah, I don't think that's how that's supposed to work, but uh, well, I get the same information in the email that they send with recapping. That's fair. I mean, it's it's not going to miss out on anything. Uh, all right, what else can we talk about to fill some time? Uh, well, we're just right at fifty minutes, so I mean, we don't have to. what? Yeah, look at oh, you. Shoot. Look at us. We did it. All right. Well, if you have any crazy stories about gas station adventures or anything fun that's happened at your work, go to facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Tell us your story there, or you can email us at, email us at the effects loop at gmail.com. Or if you want to, you can send us a message to our Instagram at the effects loop, which, you know, I mean, I don't check that that often. I mean, I check the Instagram, but the messages thing doesn't always pop up. So do that at your own risk. And you can also go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and give us money because people have been doing that uh brian gower started giving us money thank you sir oh he did and yes very nice i'm not gonna say how much because i don't want to make everyone else jealous but we're going to tahiti next year I was gonna say, is that how we afforded the three gibson custom shops yeah that's the i don't you know what scott i wonder what scott would get if we actually did custom jobs I don't know if he'd get a Gibson though I feel like he'd get something else He'd probably get a Silver Sky If he didn't have to pay for it On next week's episode Watch us brag about what we would build And with who <laughs> Oh oh my gosh Next next week topic If you could have a signature pedal What would it be and who would you collaborate with That's Yeah That's, Yeah too bad we didn't think about that about 15 minutes ago before I tell, started telling stupid stories. Okay. Alright guys. Well, once again, we want to give a shout out to our friends at Stringjoy. Go to Stringjoy.com. You can sound better. You can play better. You can play better and you can also slide better with new Stringjoy socks. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. We're going to just end it on that. See you guys. Bye. Bye.